Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nerd Wars. Uh, so excited to be here. I got some special new guests that I've been um, so happy to have. Big fans of theirs. Uh, so excited for you to be meet them and uh, do this with me. Uh, you guys can get involved in Nerd Wars. How it works here is you guys will be in the chats. I'll be paying attention. You guys can support the stream and also add uh, your own mini fights and things along the way if you like. All the rules are sort of down below. Uh, I will interrupt the fight if you guys are supporting the channel. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, let's get to our topic today. Our main fight is going to be should TV shows, are they better scheduled or binge? I've had this debate with a lot of people, and I thought it'd be fun to do it. There's pros and cons to both. Let's finally settle this debate. We're also going to be doing some other fun uh, bonus fights. There's a rumor of a Pee Wee Herman dark movie. We're going to talk about that. Should that be happening? As well as maybe another other fun uh, improv fight. So stay tuned. A lot of fun stuff happening in studio. Before I get to my special guests, helping the, to assist our special guests, I got uh, Adon, as always. Welcome back, Adon. Rodriguez is here. Uh, your mic is not on yet. There, I oh, right. someday I'll have that perfect. There you go. It's the one I just, thing I, I always mess up. It. I felt my voice wasn't like, being heard. Mm -hmm. I didn't speak until then. <laughs> it's good to be here as always. Uh, Don, welcome back, and let's introduce Mikey F and Wells is here. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, uh, does piercing here in Tampa. You yeah. got a shop in town. Uh, we met yep. at a Comic Con. You know some other cool people. I'm excited to finally have you on the show. Welcome. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, and so you guys are going to be assisting two special guests who I'm so excited to introduce. Here they are. First up, uh, we got Jamie Kilstein. What's up, Jamie? Comedian, podcaster extraordinaire. You may have seen him on Joe Rogan, a bunch of stuff. Uh, definitely go support his stuff. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. I'm very, very excited about this. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We, I'm glad we could get you on. I know you're a busy guy, so thank you. Uh, you are going to be fighting for TV shows should be scheduled, correct? Yes. Yeah, I'm taking the old man approach. You're the old man approach. Okay, yeah. love it. Taking the binged approach over there uh, from pain a painfully honest tech, uh, Jason Lewis. What's up, Jason? Thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Andy. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. If you guys, uh, if you guys need tech reviews of products, all sorts of stuff, if you aren't already watching over there, you know me. I love honest stuff. Honest trailers was my jam, obviously for a long time. But if you want honest tech reviews, now you know where to go. Painfully honest tech. Uh, you, you've been doing this for a while. Successful. How's it going on YouTube for you? Uh, it's going. It's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if I win this, is my shit gonna suddenly get hacked? <laughs> he might. His team he might go there. Not by not by me. That, right. Not just for sure. I gotta say though, Jason, your webcam is way better than Jason. Than uh, Jason, yours is way better than Jamie's. Dude, I just look like a sad divorcee with these fucking dying plants in the back, and you look like you're in this like music studio about to like record like some Hendrix remake or something. <laughs> he's totally. That's he's, that's you, that's actually what I was gonna do, and then I got the call on this. So. Uh, <laughs> Hendrix was back from the dead. Oh man, sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you both for coming. I think this is gonna be a lot of fun. This is a cool. This is a topic. Mikey and Don, you'll be assisting each other to make it clean on who's assisting who. Whoa, ba bam. Jamie and Mikey versus Jason and Don. Uh, Jamie and Mikey are team uh, scheduled scheduled shows uh, versus Jason and Don. We're saying no. The binge is now. Thank God for the binge. It's back. It's better. Uh, and I I honestly can see both sides. So you guys in the comments can get involved. As I said, follow the instructions down below but let's get to this war all right i'm gonna leave it uh, over uh, to you uh let's start with uh jamie you're in team alpha if you don't mind jamie let's get a start sure. give me just an opening remark you don't have to go crazy long give us an opening remark and then jason i'll let you have an opening remark and then i'll let you two tussle but go ahead jamie if you can start yeah. us why is scheduled tv better 
Yeah, well, the the world is bad right now, and I feel like we're becoming more selfish and more narcissistic, and we don't earn things anymore, right? You see this in politics. You see this all over. Like, no one has to work for anything anymore. Uh, ADD. Uh, through the roof with kids, right? Entitlement through the roof with kids. I don't have scientific evidence to back it up, but I've seen enough shitty kids uh, to assume I'm right. Not only that, but I would argue that binging TV shows leads to depression. You know why? The last time I binged a TV show was two weeks ago after my cat died, my girlfriend left, she took the car, I got the flu, and I wanted to fucking kill myself, but sat there and watched two seasons of Banshee, a show from, like, Cinemax, like, five (laughs) years ago. It was like, maybe one day I'll be able to fuck hot chicks and get into bar fights again. And it was the most miserable I've ever been. I feel like society needs to learn how to be patient again needs to learn how to appreciate art needs to uh, learn gratitude and how to appreciate what we have uh, so that we can enjoy things um, as fully as possible all right interesting it's a state of mind jamie's going for in his opening let's go uh jason what is your take well for me it's it's funny because i'm i am the old man but i'm taking the the young kids approach here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh to me, binging has changed the way storytelling happens on television. Uh, it's it's allowed shows to become so much more uh, intricate in their you know they they can be more like novels as opposed to short stories now. They can be more long form and t- instead of just like episodic week after week. There have always been shows that have you know, The Wire is a show that that sort of was a long form show but episodic. But see, I've watched the wire. I, I watched the wire all at once. So I, I just, I just think that having, sh- having shows and being able to get immersed in the story and just really, and in, in really digging the story, uh, without having to be like, oh, you could have the blue balls of like, okay, and now I'm, now I'm waiting, you know. Well, I really, I agree with you artistically. Um, I think it's it's cool that we're seeing television become more like novels, become more like films, and be able to expand. I'm not arguing that, but that really started with Sopranos, 24, Lost, Mad Men. It was these shows that you didn't binge them all at one time. They were still written artistically the way you're talking about, which I think is really cool um, on an artistic level, but... You didn't just, I feel like even if I watched The Wire in like two days, it wouldn't have been as exciting to me. I would have been like, Bunks fucking another whore. And right now, I love having that week in between to really actually digest everything, to get excited about it, to see previews, man. You remember how excited you used to get when you would watch previews for next week's episode, like just pop up in the middle of a game and it would get you hyped. It would be an event instead of, hey, what are you doing tonight like well i'm just gonna watch netflix no one excitedly tells you they're gonna watch netflix all night they're kind of like bummed out about it uh (laughs) instead of like gathering right it's a fucking gathering to watch the season finale of you know i mean god when, when the sopranos ended when all these shows ended people gathered with human beings and made eye contact and hung out with their friends and it was a fucking event which we don't have anymore now we have i watched this whole show i read some shitty blog post that said it was problematic i tweeted about it all done when's the next show gonna happen well i don't i 
you make some good points there. <laughs> Careful. Uh, <laughs> but but what I really what really helps what really brought me over to the binging side was the fact that like you know, you brought up the Sopranos. The 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 finale of the Sopranos was kind of dog crap. Sure. Yeah, uh, and so it's it's like you wait and you wait and you wait and you anticipate, and and then maybe sometimes you, you get a little bit too over overexcited for something, and and it doesn't live up to your expectations. I, I guess one thing that I like about binge watching is I don't have to be a by appointment television watcher anymore, and I to me that's a big that's a big deal because. I- I don't. I don't necessarily want to want to have to go sit down at eight on Tuesday to watch some show. Yeah. Ah, but that's where you're missing dedication, my friend. Because right now it just sounds like you are setting your expectations low, right? I'd be just as pissed off if I spent a week watching The Sopranos and it had that ending, right? Um, but I would have at least enjoyed the journey instead of feeling like a weird hermit with his fucking divorcee plants. When I used to watch shows, like I was obsessed with 24, um, before, uh, all my liberal friends were like, you could not like that show. Uh, and I loved it and I loved the previews and I loved, you know, all that stuff. And if I was going to miss it on a Monday night, I would tape it. I mean, man, let's talk about porn for a second. My generation, our generation, are better humans because we had to earn porn. We couldn't just, like, porn hub our way to a gangbang at a work meeting. We had to get, like, a troop of misfits to hike through the woods because someone's older brother had some, like, World War II playboy. And then we would sit there with, like, frostbite on our fingers and scars from battling the private school kids. It was incredible. And we appreciated it. It meant something to us. And I feel that's the same way with television. I mean, when I started stand-up, I used to put audio cassette, my boombox, against the speaker to record it. Like, my stand-up tapes would literally have my mom in the background being like, I'm home, and I'm like, shut up, mom, and we would just be fighting, and like, I actually had to work for it, and I feel like that could be the same way, where if your show is on Monday nights and you're not home Monday nights, you can still find a way. You can make a new tradition. If I'm going to miss like a WWE pay-per-view, I stay off Twitter all night, and then I, I make fucking like some big breakfast in the morning, and I sit there, and that's my new tradition, and that I think is equally as cool well for me like i i i get what you're saying about the porn and (laughs) (laughs) i mean great 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 i'm i'm the i I grew up in the 70s and 80s i certainly like went to the abandoned house where there was like one water stained porno (laughs) just like sitting there in the in the stairway as in water oh yeah i figured that out later later (laughs) but I guess for me, on the porn side, <laughs> I really appreciate the fact that I can enjoy a higher quality of porn for with, sure with, without having to go through all of those links. I mean, yes, that was character building for sure. But uh, if you look, if you look at those Playboy magazines now, you're kind of like, oh my god, like, like I was excited about that because it just I. 
it just was a very arcane. But I miss. Thing. But I miss that. I miss that. I miss not dating a girl who's like, I need to be choked and slapped and call you daddy, as opposed to just like I show up and I'm just happy she doesn't have that like 1970s bush. And I was like, this is amazing. What I'm saying is, I like the bar to be low when it comes to my porn and my women. I'll get <laughs> you with the bush. <laughs> Well, Jason, I'll help you here. Jason, let's help you. Let's, let's introduce our assistants here to sort of help because uh, uh, wow, well, well, it's got interesting here. Uh, but all right, I, I want to go ahead. I want to bring in Adon and Mikey this fight uh, to see if you add anything that hasn't been said yet. Uh, let's go over Adon. Anything you want to help assist Jason with? Anything you think that would be added to help this argument win? Uh, several things, actually. Uh, so to start off, uh, uh, when he made a statement about. Uh, you were at a very low point in your life and you binge watched and you saw this and what I heard was it saved your life. It, like you said, yeah. you were about to commit suicide and you, you didn't know what was going on and you watched it and you like, you felt so sad, but you know what? You got through it. You survived. You became stronger for it. And, and binge was there for you. Yeah. Um, and then on top of what, uh, everything else, uh, when we we're talking about like the society and how we were, listen, I was I'm I was I'm an '80s baby. I went through uh, uh, Betamax. I still have some Betamax in, uh, in uh, the closet at home. I was working at Blockbuster Video. People wanted to binge every single time they got. If you missed an episode and we didn't have it on demand, people will be irate. As soon as you start mentioning one episode, they'd be like, "Shut your mouth! I don't want to hear this until it hits DVD, and I need to watch this again." And they'll watch it again. Um. My cousin used to call me the Dexter dealer because I would hook him up with DVD uh, versions of Dexter and he would start watching it. And then there was one week I didn't get it to him. And then I finally get him a, a DVD and he goes, yo, is this the episode where such and such dies? And I'm like, well, what? Do, how do you know about this? He goes, I Wikipedia the entire seasons <laughs> uh, because I could not wait. People need uh, people been wanting to binge forever. And when we get that need for binge, that it, it satisfies us because now we have a complete story. We don't miss out. We don't have that uh, feeling of like we're missing out everything that's there. We can complete that story. The last part that I want to talk about is um, in regards to that feeling. Like when you have to do it week by week by, by week, you can have – I agree. You can have in the sense of a, uh, a story that's conducive where it's all together. But when you – they uh, more often than not, when you have it week by week – a lot of companies would want to put in filler episodes. They want to put in an uh, episodic episode to drag it out, to make it go longer. And that episode can be tossed in most cases. And it takes away from the story in most cases. I am yeah, a so huge Supernatural fan. They've been going the on 15 fun. years. A lot of their episodes, are, seasons are like 23 episodes that could have been condensed to like 12 episodes. Each yeah, season. Yeah, so uh, those are great points. A couple uh, on them. With... Did Banshee save my life? Uh, in the moment, having a show to binge was good, but I also, I did try to diversify, which would have happened before. If I only watched Banshee after my girlfriend left me and my cat died, I would have been like, I'm just going to go uh, murder people. I'm going to go stab people to death and fuck hot chicks. But back in the day when I had the flu in high school and I couldn't binge watch, maybe I would watch an action show and be like, I want to murder someone. But then maybe I'd turn on some Golden Girls and be like, nah, we're all good. And I would have variety to get me through and get me out of trouble. What you said about 
the demand I thought was really interesting because I think that when you cave to people's base needs and their hunger for, for just wanting more and wanting it now and that feed, 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 stranger things monster mentality, what you're doing is you're actually hurting all of us as artists, right? Because we've seen that the more podcasts are available, the more we have daily content that we can download right away, what do people say? Well, now why would they go to someone's Patreon? Why would they pay when they could just binge uh, a, a season of this podcast or this show? People are going to start becoming more greedy if you're just giving them everything they want and they're going to stop paying for art, which is going to put a lot of us uh, out of business, right? And the last thing I agree with you and I hate the shows that do fillers, right? Um, obviously you have the shows that are episodic to begin with where it's law and order and it's like a different rape every week or whatever, but I know what you're talking about. And to me, I, I think that's something network shows are starting to learn from more binge worthy shows that people don't want. 28 seasons i mean this started if you compare the bbc office with not to be fucking that guy who's like the uk version but if you compare i, I loved the first three seasons of the american office i thought it had better episodes than a lot of the uk but then once it got to like season six or seven i think it goes to your point where suddenly like everyone seemed mentally ill and it was just like these weird storylines and it was really forced whereas they still, it has nothing to do with binging or scheduling. The office could have stopped in three seasons, just like the UK uh, office stopped in two seasons and still artistically been sound. I think that has to do with greedy network executives. And I think that has to do with forcing artists to uh, kind of drag a dead horse longer. But I don't think that necessarily is binging versus uh, scheduled. Um, and I want you to come in, Jason, but let's get Mikey just on the board. Uh, yeah. Mikey, thoughts uh, to, to help uh, Jamie? Where to begin with all of this? Uh, he's <laughs> uh, correct. He's very correct in a lot of this. Um, when, you're, when you're looking at uh, binging versus uh, watching it like episodic week to week, you have more to talk about with your friends. Uh, mm. You can dissect the episode more. You have a group to do it with. And there are actually studies on binging being bad for you. Like you can relate it to social media and everything the way it's like um, – having a uh, dopamine constantly go through your brain while you're like getting likes on right. Facebook posts. And say the same thing happens when you're, you're binging episodes, like they leave them with cliffhangers in such a way so that you watch another one, then you mm -hmm. watch another one. And it can actually lead to a lot of anxiety and depression. So you you actually hit every point that I wanted to make as far as the porn. I'm, <laughs> I'm so yes, sorry. I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't. First, I don't understand so your hate I, for the the, the though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Change I will, it up a bit. I will jump in one thing. Uh, when you said like you, uh, when you do week to week, you can make it an event, and like you can't really do that on the binging thing. Not true. Last Fourth of July, it was an event for the Stranger Things. Uh, my family called up like, "What are we gonna do for Fourth of July? We're watching Stranger Things," and that it, on a holiday. Everybody wants to get together and watch that show. So binge does have that. So you watched too. like eight hours, eight hours, ten family? hours of it. Absolutely, we did. Wow. We we binge watched that. We question. broke night and we could hear the fireworks going in the background. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Have <laughs> you, you ever lied to your girlfriend over watching an Wait, episode? Hold on, Jimmy. Say that again, Mikey. What? Have you ever lied to your girlfriend saying that you didn't watch something when you did? 
Oh, you mean like I a mean, show you're watching like together show. or something? A show you're watching together. I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that can so go I, both I did ways, that the other though. Night. <laughs> yeah, sure, she lied to you, too. I'm sure. No, but I'm talking like, about you can do that on an episodic and binge, or are you just saying in general and life? General. General, when you're when, with something like this. The, the yeah. point to that is that it's, it's extremely common. It's actually making people lie to other people. Yeah. Like, and you could say, yeah, you do it. You do that the other well, way as well, but I didn't. Not I didn't really. lie. I just did it, and then I, I, I when she when she watched, I was like, I already saw it. But it's like <laughs> you know, I couldn't. I didn't wait. Is I think the more thing people do. It's not a lie. Yeah, it's just the lie. It's just like I can't. Like it was. Uh, we were watching the morning show. I mean, I've never is, done it. So the I'm morning not a liar show, like everybody, guys, is but... actually really fantastic, and it sucks. It's on Apple TV because it's a damn good TV show, and not enough <laughs> people are seeing it. But I couldn't wait for the finale, and then she fell asleep, and I was like, I'm not waiting till tomorrow. I'm too impatient. <laughs> I feel like but that's better. that's what happens, right? And then you, I ruin the finale and should have watched. But I bet you that happens a lot, too, to, to echo your point. Um, Jason, I'm going to get back to you because I left you quiet there for a while. Anything you want to add here before we wrap up? And commenters, feel well, free to, to chime in if you'd like to add to this conversation. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I like about binge-watching, and, and it kind of speaks to – the point that you guys were making about filler episodes and television shows that, you know, you kind of have to suffer through over the course of like two and a half months or whatever. Hmm. I watched the Witcher on Netflix and I loved the Witcher and I was really looking forward to it. First couple of episodes. I was like, yeah, okay. And then I just kept watching, but I wasn't enjoying it as much. So then I, I, I just watched the whole series in one night so that I didn't have to have it in my life anymore. But isn't that <laughs> Jesus? Isn't that your fault for watching The night. Witcher? <laughs> hey man, I mean, you know, this, are is, this is Nerd Wars. I mean, this is that's what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, we're supposed to watch The Witcher. <laughs> to I, be I fair, mean, Jason, echo that. I watched two so far, and I've I'm like dreading the rest of them because I feel like it's like I have to watch them, and it's okay. But I don't. I'm with you. Is that a but is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> well. Because now, if, if it was like Walking Dead, when I had Walking Dead, I just eventually checked out because I was like, I can't do this week to week anymore. It's killing me. But now, with the, that's the point of like, isn't it a bad thing? That's like you're wasting hours of your life to finish a show that you feel like you have to watch because it's there. Hmm. Well, part of it was that I wanted to see it all the way through. You know, it's like I I wanted to be, I wanted to have watched it completely so I could I could have an opinion on the whole thing, good or bad. And and so, and, and that's not to say that I didn't enjoy some of the episodes along the way, but some of the episodes yeah, got ask. really bizarre, and and I was just kind of like, why is that happening? Um, it was almost like the 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 bingeable TV show had filler, and they they front loaded the entire TV show with all of the good action. And then, like four episodes in, everything looks like the budget got cut in half. It's just really, really annoying to me. So, but uh, so should I finish Witcher? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a lot of good you know, Henry Cavill shots for yeah. sure. Uh, oh, he's hesitant. Well, wow. Okay. His shirt comes enough. off. There's a, a lot, lot of hairiness. Yeah. A lot of people like it. A lot of people quads. like it, but a lot of people are wrong too. So, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jamie. What were you saying? That was a great point, though. Where. Uh, that you made where I realized that the last show that I loved that I bailed on was walking dead where I was like, Glenn's out, Jamie's out. And, but if 
I had all of the episodes in front of me, I would have been like, they're going to save this, right? And I would have kind of kept getting addicted and letting myself get addicted. Instead, I had a week to be like, fuck them. And then I just kind of bailed. And by the way, anytime they do like a new season preview, I'd watch it. And if it looked cool, I'd kind of like dip my toes back in. But I feel like I would have probably stayed much longer than I did um, if it was there. But man, your point about it tearing relationships apart, I think was a fucking game changer. That was a mic drop where everybody watching this show is like, I have lied to the woman I love (laughs) or the man I love about it. And you don't have that option because if she knows your shows are on Sunday at nine o'clock, she's going to be there Sunday at nine o'clock. And if she's not, that's on her. So I will admit that I have not been uh, faithful to my wife when watching <laughs> binge watching shows. I've never lied to her about it though. I've never lied to her about it. It's kind of like, you know, it's, yeah, it's I'm with you like, on that. Exactly. You know, like, oh, I'm going to stay. I'm going to, it's kind of like saying, well, I'm just, okay, you go home. I'm going to stay here at the bar. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's a great kind comparison. Same, same thing. And, and so I just, I got to the point where I told her, okay, I'm not going to stop watching this if you're going to bed. Uh, sorry. Because <laughs> she goes to bed at like 8.30. <laughs> I mean, it's this her fault. So, this is so unhealthy. You guys. <laughs> I never like I I, 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 I never chicks. lied about cheating, <laughs> but like ball. shit still brought down my relationship <laughs> and like my fucking career. Like you can't. It's not you want a relationship where you don't feel like you have to lie, and you're with someone. You right now see it sound like you're in like a don't ask, don't tell kind of weird open relationship because like someone listened to Aubrey Marcus's podcast. And you're like, yeah, I want to fuck that girl down at the bar, and like it's just it's not it's not good. It's not a healthy you want you want to be able to enjoy these things with your family, not let bingeable so TV shows tear that family apart. So you're so saying scheduled also, helps you not do that? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Jason. Well, there's also a lot of TV shows and and movies for that matter, but a lot of TV shows that nobody in my family would want to watch, and yeah, I get to watch them all in in like a couple of sittings while they're asleep. They're doing. We're talking something. about The Witcher again, correct? My wife did watch the first two episodes of The Witcher and she was just like, I don't I don't fucking get it. <laughs> Alright, well I wanna I wanna ask a serious point about it all because there, you guys glossed upon it, but as I'm trying to judge and I want the audience that will get involved to help me judge this, but does it make the show better or worse? Because you Jamie I, or Don, someone said it where it was or Mikey maybe it was I don't remember who said it. Someone said that having that time in between the build up lets you think about it longer. Yeah. So, I mean, does that, does that experience actually, that's where I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm understanding that argument. Does, does binging, and, for, and this is really aimed at the people who are supporting binging, do you feel like the show isn't as good because you watched it over the course of a day versus the course of 10, 12 weeks? I'm, I'm for episodic in that you can dissect it through the week with your friends, like all of your homies. You don't miss the nuances. Like you and your friends will like, will go back and forth on like, having conversations about some of these shows and you'll miss things and your friend's going to correct you on that. And you're like, I oh, know I got to go back and watch that episode again. It's only 45 minutes. If you're talking about that last season of stranger things, you're like, I think it was episode four that this thing happened in. And then, you know, right. the other friend's not even there. And then everyone else is looking at you like you're a fucking nerd. Cause you watch stranger things. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> no, that's such a good point. Where I remember when I was watching the last season of The Leftovers, and I forget her name, but there was a woman who was writing these recaps that were so beautiful. Like her writing of the 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 series finale of the thir- of the leftovers was so touching it, it almost it was like part of the show um and i remember reading those in between and i think you know people did it with uh game of thrones as well i will say that because i really agreed with what you were saying about the filler episodes and i think it does come down to the showrunners the writers um, and the show, right? Whether it's episodic or whether it, it, it's bingeable, the responsibility does lie with them. I will say that recently I have had shows that I've been enjoying so much that I have gone, you know what? I'm not going to let myself binge it. I'm going to watch one episode. I'm going to wait at least a couple days. And to me, that tells me that my answer has to be episodic because I just want to... I, I, I want to enjoy it, like Mikey was saying. I want to think about it. Um, and I don't just want to, like, shoot my load and, like, come in two seconds, you know? I want to sting Graphic. fuck. Yeah, you, you can come over eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, to me, the the I kind of feel the opposite way. There are some there are some shows that I'll just binge watch them, you know, and it's like candy. I'm just in it. I'm, 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 in, I'm lapping it up. I stopped watching... The, the Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead episodically, and I started just waiting until the season was half over, or completely over for that matter, and then I would just watch them all. Because, you know, with, with stuff like YouTube TV, you can do that. You can watch, you can just watch the whole season. But like, you know, when Annie was talking... better, though. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought so, because like, I, I didn't have to sit there and, and think about all of the all of the things that I would have done to pick it apart. Like I like The Witcher, I enjoyed it while I was watching, even though I, I knew like artistically some things were bothering me. But and afterwards I was I could say, like, oh well, I, I didn't really enjoy that, but you know, I'm glad I had the experience. When you were talking about the morning show, I, I watched the morning show over the course there there were what, like eight episodes? Yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah, so I I watched it over the course of a week and like a couple of episodes at a time. That show was like super heavy. Like they they decided to jump into the very deep dark end of of like social commentary <laughs> and and it just stayed there. So I I watched I did I did slow down and watch that and enjoy it. So but I The Mandalorian Mm-hmm. Is is to me the best argument against episodic television that we have right now because each one of those episodes was like thirty five or forty minutes long and awesome and then you're waiting a whole week to see the next one. Look, you you can't be trusted. You already said that <laughs> you you lied to your wife. You said you liked The Witcher after you said you didn't like The Witcher. Now no, fucking... he stays at the bar. He didn't lie. He just stays at the bar later. No, 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 no. Then you said you didn't like The Witcher. Then you said you did like The Witcher. Now you're saying you don't like The Mandalorian. You cannot be trusted. Well, no. I yeah, put, don't no, put no, words in Jason's mouth. I didn't like Mandalorian. I'm saying that I didn't like... I liked it so much he wished that it was, the fact uh, that the episodes... Yeah, I, I well, here's, like One he, crack rock is better than a pile of crack rock. Here's what's interesting, because right? I want to focus on this, because that's a good one to end this on. Because Mandalorian is the perfect example. We've all seen it. But the, what was interesting about Mandalorian is they didn't schedule it. It wasn't like Game of Thrones where it was like Sundays at 9. 
they just dropped it at like 3 a.m. and then people hardcore either watched it or not. And then people watched it still in their own time. So you couldn't even have like the, did you see it last? There was a little bit of it. So it's kind of the perfect example of was that show better binged or not? And honestly, I've actually rewatched it as a binge so I can try and compare, but I, I want to open up to everybody. Does the Mandalorian work better with the, the breaks in between or does it work better as one sitting to get sort of through it in a day or two? I feel like if I watched that in one sitting, I wouldn't have liked it as much. And I loved it. I wouldn't have liked it as much because it did have some of those, in a good way, throwbacks to old scheduled shows. You know, it followed a very Kwai Chang Kane kung fu. You know, we're going to solve another adventure. Um, we have to protect this one asset. And I loved it. I'm so glad you brought up The Mandalorian because there was, I think, I truly think that one of the things that made it so enjoyable for people, besides it just being a great show, was that we couldn't just blow our load with it right away. And suddenly you'd see on Twitter someone posting about the episode, and I would get that old school excitement, heart jumping, where I'd be like, oh shit, there's a new episode. And then I would go to find that episode. I would schedule time for that day. Me and my girlfriend at the time would watch it. And I don't know. It kind of did bring me back to that old school uh, excitement about it. See, I, I didn't get not I, trust Disney. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a whole, a whole different argument right there. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they obviously that, know what family is. <laughs> I do not fam. trust Disney go, at all. Yeah, go, so Jason. That, what were we going to say, though? I did it all at once. So they couldn't fuck it up. But... <laughs> But so but, then you but did you binge it or watch it and scheduled? I did a little bit of both mm -hmm. because I watched like the first three episodes episodically. My wife hadn't been watching it, and I said to her, "Oh, here we go." I said to her, "You've got to watch this show. You've got to watch this show. You're really going to enjoy." She was a huge Boba Fett fan, and uh, you know read all the Boba Fett uh, novels and that kind of thing. And and I'm like, "You're going to love this show," and I got to have the experience of waiting to the end of episode one to see her face when baby Yoda was revealed. And like, it was instant melting. Like, yeah. and, and I was just like, yeah, that was really satisfying. And I enjoyed watching like the first three or four episodes back over again with her. And then, you know, from that time on, we each watched them together on Fridays or whatever when they would come out. And uh, sounds like a good wholesome time. It's funny because I did that with my kids because I watched me. I've rewatched Mandalorian in a binge with my kids, and they of course knew about Baby Yoda, which was sort of sucked because I was like, "Damn it!" So the way I tricked them, I was like, "Oh, he doesn't show up. I don't. He doesn't show up in the first episode. I don't know when." So that way they could still have the surprise. And, so and have that thing happen. So people mm -hmm. have been talking about the comments, but that's the trick. If you got someone you want to try and get them in there, that, like, of course you're going to know Baby was there, but you're not going to know. Oh, what? That's what this is. Oh, crap. You think it's just a cameo. That's a good dad move. Jason, can I just say, and I love you. I'm so glad we, we did this together. But I will say, you just said that when you watched it episodically, it brought you and your wife together. Yeah. And you didn't stay at the bar. You no, no. At the bar and you found family and you found hope and you found love again. What I heard that, when he was forced uh -oh. into it. Is <laughs> that what I heard? It was an aberration. <laughs> but a happy one. A happy one. I would have preferred to have the Mandalorian available to me. And then I probably would have watched it like a couple of episodes at a time, but on my schedule, like I, I sit down and watch sports at whatever appointed time, because you know, you can't watch, you can, 
try and insulate yourself from all of the world and not know what the score of the game is it's or something. It's not like as fun, yeah. But but it's not as fun. So I, I sit down and my appointment TV is sports only. I, I only watch sports at, like as a sit down kind of it's time for that thing. And now I get now I get to like make more choices and and have a more vibrant kind of experience with the stuff that I choose to watch. And if I do start binging something and it's and it's crap then I then I stop, you know. I I'd never seen Criminal Minds, and it's all on Netflix now. So I watched like the first three or four episodes of Criminal Minds, and I was like, "Oh, this is that kind of show." Uh, I I don't I don't need to be here, <laughs> and I just quit because they have like, seventeen seasons. And I'm, I'm like, how could, how could you, you can't binge have- that show. That would get yeah. so repetitive and crazy. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so I just I just really in- I enjoyed. I enjoy those times when we get to have like a family experience with with a show, but I also really like the fact that for me as got to get out there and fuck. Well, <laughs> as a as as somebody who knows, well, I know that I I'm gonna want to watch stuff that my family's not gonna want to watch. Like I say, I could I can watch it all whenever I have the time. Whenever they're not around, I don't have to impinge upon. Their TV watching, we can watch something together. My daughter loves horror movies, so on Friday nights we always watch like a horror movie or something That's like cool. that. You know, whereas if it was Friday night and the X Files are on, we'd be watching the X Files, which still kind of, kind of horror, horror but you know, it's, it, so that's that's kind of the big difference for me is that we get to watch stuff together that we choose to watch, and then I get to watch stuff that I that I know they won't want to watch, and and they get to do the same thing themselves like my daughter's oh, my, my daughter what like binge watched dance moms <laughs> there was freaking no way i ever would have watched that show actually i probably would have watched two episodes and then been like you know completely you'd have been like i gotta finish it i gotta finish dance moms. but see here i want to i want to give you two a closing and i have a couple comments and read here's the here's where i feel we're getting lost in semantics having the ability to go back and rewatch the show at your leisure has always been a choice they had VCRs. If you were sneaky, I knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. I had a million VHS tapes of every Seinfeld, whatever, all my yeah. favorite shows. I went back. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't have the commercials. Sometimes they did. I had the VCR timer set to lock. So you could, you could back in the day, create the archive even before the internet. Or you could get the DVDs or the VHS sets as they came in later. So my point is, like, I don't want to get lost on yes. I think everyone agrees it's really nice to have everything there for us to be able to watch at our leisure. But again, in your final closings here, I want to know, is it better to have that show watched weekly to have that option? Or is it better to drop that show all at once? Do we, is it better to have the, a show have the Netflix model where it's all available for you at the same time? Or is it better for you to have it parsed out like Mandalorian? Um, that's what take a minute. Cause I want to read two quick comments. I'm going to get to any of the comments. Michael Bryce. Thank you for the support. Having the ability to binge is better than not have it. That's what I'm trying to get at. We don't have to have the binge. We can have discipline. Love the fight. Thank you, Michael. That's a very good point. And that's why I want to sort of nip that in the bud. Bunda binging shows makes you justify filler, which is why all the great shows are scheduled. Um, so again, if, if a sh- we have the next episode, next season of Mandalorian, should it be dropped weekly or should it be dropped all at once? That's what I want to have you guys settle in my last closing here. And uh, Jamie, go ahead and start. I think weekly, 100%. I mean, we saw that it was beloved, right? It was universally loved. Um, 
you know, Game of Thrones is an example, too, that everyone was so mad at the last season, but even that brought us all together. We all watched it all together, and then we all hated the last season together, right? To the point about uh, uh, filler episodes, we saw The Leftovers could do it, right? The Leftovers, three seasons. Watchmen, one season, boom out right and everybody was talking about it every week i think that every time jason described watching an episodic show he was a beautiful kind pure not selfish jason uh but the times he was like i just want to go out on my fucking own watching encourage that and i would encourage you to be the, the 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 pure wonderful human that you are um by being patient and i think that this society in general could use some patience, but really it comes down to the artists and the writers and the networks. And my last point that I never actually even thought of until now, if we can binge through shows, we're seeing this with stand-up on Netflix. Every day you go on Netflix and there's like 10 shitty stand-up specials for every great Tom Segura or great Chappelle special, right? The more demand it's not necessarily good you know there's a podcast boom right now and a lot of shitty podcasts out there if people are finishing entire seasons of television shows in a day then these networks are just going to take any shitty show they can just for content and we don't want people producing content for the sake of it we want really good art uh that, that brings us together okay well said uh and uh to, to, to help you there brett robb uh, just dropped a, a ten dollar donation to say straight up bribe for Team Jamie. <laughs> Thank you for the support of the channel. Uh, that helps Jamie a lot. So if anybody on uh, Jason's team wants to do this, no, I'm good. Uh, Jason, there you go. Your chance to uh, to close out. Uh, what's be- why is Mandalorian two season two better to drop in its entirety? Okay, first off, I want to point out that Brett Robb's uh, bribe is in Australian dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not get crazy here. That's Australian dollars. Um, so for me, having the man that's Australian during fires. That is how much he cares. Yeah. While we're donating to save koalas and fires, he felt so purely that Mandalorian should be dropped weekly. He was forget my my family's on fire, right? Take ten dollars wow. just so people don't binge the Mandalorian. Yeah, well, I I, I mean that's a good point. <laughs> but there's still Australian dollars. Does equal how many American dollars? I don't know. No. Like five? I don't know. One, What's like, a yellow one? I forget what the yellow means. Is that... Is that I don't know. Anyway, I go don't. ahead. Anyway, go ahead. Back to the point. I would love to have the Mandalorian all at once so that I could... I could watch it and have the choice of, like, making it a family event if it's... If that's probably a show that I want to make a family event. Um, or if it came episodically... It would be difficult. Oh, I hey, American dollars from podcasters. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bribe for Team Jason, not an Aussie dollars, dude. Not an not an Aussie dollary dues. <laughs> Thank you, podcasters. Podcasters is the man. Podcasters helped me get some of my audio stuff uh, working. So thank you. I see you. I appreciate your support always. But there you go, Jason. You got some support. Well, <laughs> I, I I appreciate it, podcasters. I you know. You should. I, t- you guys it, should connect. You got. He's got a lot of I cool know, views. I, we know each other really okay, good, well. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could kind of make the same point about having the ability to binge watch a show, 
that Jamie could make about watching episodically in that, you know, you you have discipline or you you, you know, wait for it. I don't think that just because there's more shows, people watch more shows. I still think it I think quality matters. Sure. I think that it still matters that you you put together a great show that people are engaged with, that people want to know what happens next. And I've watched a lot of a lot of Netflix se- seasons where I get like I said two episodes in and I'm like, "Nope." And then my life is free of that thing. My <laughs> life is free of that thing. I never have to go back. I don't have to wait for a week and try it again. It's just gone. And that is something that I really appreciate about having the stuff there available to me. I'm not I'm a I'm a big believer that less TV is better than more TV. And so we're right. ha- having the opposite Thank you. Ha- having the opportunity to binge things is sort of like a balance in between. The argument like, was never that like you shouldn't have the option is that which is better that is yeah because you did you just sort of ignored it and it's not but, the option to binge it will be available later but at the first first dropping of season two is it better to have them all at once or spread out over the week i want them all at once sorry i didn't mean to because uh, I, you, I, I don't want to get stuck on that. Mind. I don't want to get stuck on. I understand the binge is here to stay. We're not. I don't want to get rid of the, the the idea of binging. That's not what I meant. I meant like should the, and, and maybe it's just improperly titled and it took a while to get here. All at once or weekly is really what we're talking about. Uh, what's the better release for a show? So uh, just one quick. You're saying all at once. Why? Because you're impatient. <laughs> all, all at once because well maybe I am impatient. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I'm an adult and I have other things to do. Uh, <laughs> you, know, like, you watch The Witcher in a. You spent a day. You have a family. <laughs> you sat there and watched The Witcher. Okay, uh, it was. I'm gonna try. It was for his here. job, right? That's what I sometimes say. Friday night. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a professional thing that I had to do. <laughs> you know, so that I could talk about it with some knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so for I'm nerd really. Wars. I'm See, now you can. Now Friday it's a tax night. write-off. Uh, Don, you were going to say, Don and Mikey, quick thoughts as I wrap up because I think I've heard enough. I'm just going to say one quick thing. Like, uh, how many times have we ever, like, quit a show because it's episodic and we saw an episode and we're like, man, this is not going to be worth it. We cut it off early and then people come back to us and say, you didn't give it enough time. You cut it, you cut it off too early. First episode, second episode, and we're done. And then uh, if you watch it on binge, you're like, let me give it a shot. I'll go to the third episode, see where they're at. And maybe halfway in the episode, you cut it. But, um, I've known many of people that's happened to, that's myself included, where I've cut an, a season off early because I have to wait and I don't like where it left me. But then that goes to Andy's point where you can still binge it, right? So that happened with me in The Leftovers. I was like, my life's too depressing and this shit is dark. And so I stopped halfway through season one. Then people halfway through season two were like, yo, this show is dope. I was like, fuck. Went back, binge season one, binge the first half of season two, got invested, and then went back to a weekly place. But now those uh, spoilers are all out in the world and it's been salty in life. And you can't get that back. You can't get that surprise. <laughs> I, I wanted to touch base again. There's... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think you've already conceded the point that, like, better. Like you said, <laughs> less, sometimes less is more, right? Those were your words, if I recall. I'm paraphrasing, I suppose. Um, what, what I wanted to point out is that I, I keep using the drug analogy for it because it has been, like, shown to be like that. 
if you're taking less, it is going to be better for you. So you shouldn't be binging these things. It is bad for you. Therefore, episodic would be better. Like, it's, it's really that simple. You're just going medical. But He's like, I am medical. Well, I mean, you talk about I've feelings. Got, like, we already discussed that. Of... Like, apparently your guys are lying to your wives about shit. <laughs> you're... <laughs> Like you're, you're staying you're, at the bar you're hurting too late. Yourself. Keep, like you're staying up you're like two in the morning. You're watching The Witcher all day yeah. long. If we're keeping yeah. the drug Just analogy, then long. me dealing out yeah, Dexter I, episodes was exactly the same. Yeah, I gave him a time. I, I, look, I'm not going to call the cops on like, you Listen, I, all right? I, my cousin was like, I need more Dexter in my life. Time. <laughs> time. Time. I've heard enough. All right, guys, in the comments. Oh, go ahead. You're quickly, as I'm – what did you say, Jason? I want to make one more point. Uh, that you're not lying to your wife. Yes, we know, but go ahead. No, what Mikey was saying – Um. You're right. The, the dopamine hit is real, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the truth of the matter is, like, I am an alcoholic, and I don't go to the bar anymore. And so this is a healthier way for me to have a have oh, no. that, that experience. <laughs> what no. the fuck? <laughs> hey, it's his so, new vice. Oh, true confession, Netflix so, is your new vice. It's a much healthier vice. Uh, let's be it honest. is a much healthier vice. Yeah. So, so maybe binge-watching is helping people. Stay. He went there. I love where that. They, where they're supposed to be. That is a that, that was a good hit there at the end. I'm glad is you it? snuck that That's in. full 360. Is yeah. it? Like it saved you his start, life. Yeah. It's getting people through. Like you just admitted you changed. You, you traded one vice for another. Well, yeah, vice. but I'd much rather he be watching <laughs> binging than uh, you know be an alcoholic. That's like great. That so we're just that. we're, we're going to argue there, merit. <laughs> is that it? There is a term. There is a term called a dry drunk where you're still exhibiting the behaviors of addiction and alcoholism just through other mediums because I'm sober too. By the way, I love that we have a show that we're like, I'm going to fucking out sad my opponent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, motherfucker, me and my mom are alcoholics. Mine too. Yeah. My baby as well, and my dad's dead. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to become fast friends after this. <laughs> Oh, man, you just made it so much tougher to judge here. All right. I need help in the crowd. Uh, Team Alpha is for uh, let's release it week to week. Uh, Team Bravo is all at, all at once. Binge for Bravo. Uh, you uh, can uh, do all caps for Alpha or Binge. Uh, alpha, just say uh, uh, scheduled or binge. Um in the comments down below as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm walking through. So here's how I'm thinking, and I want to see how the audience goes. Look, I think you both did make very strong points. Um, I think uh, there was a couple things here. I mean, like, the dopamine thing is real, and I think Jason did a very good point. Well, I guess it could help people get some other uh, some fixes in. But I, I do think um, you did say less is more, and they hit you again on that twice. And you also did talk about how the Mandalorian episodically was better for you and your wife which was a hard thing to ignore as well. So in both of those cases, you sort of did lift that up. That said, I mean, you, I think also, and, and it may be my fault for the topic, um, the, the, the idea, of course, we want to binge. The ability to binge is important. You can't go back. I saw it in a couple comments. I meant to save it. I can't find it now. But mm-hmm. you can't go back now and say, let's go watch it in old SD because well, you have the ability to do it. Of course, binging is still should and will exist. The ability to, ha- to go back and watch Dexter now just skip the last couple seasons and, and end with John Lithgow. Don't this waste your time <laughs> on the last Everybody agrees John Lithgow yeah. season and then check out. But anyway, my point <laughs> is uh, just now that we have the ability, sure. The option is great, but Mandalorian, I think we all just sort of admitted it like week to week was really special to have those buildups and 
have, oh, did you see last week and it's this week? Now, to be fair, is that the case for every show? Probably not. Um, but when we sort of settled it on The Mandalorian, should it be all at once? Or should it be, excuse me, this my Smirnoff ice is coming back. Uh, <laughs> should we release it all at once or should it be weekly? I, I just heard enough and Jamie sort of got it, got you to slay it when you admitted you watched again episodically with your wife uh, and then less is more. I got to sadly just slight the edge to team... Alpha gets the point based on yeah, the arguments, I, guys. I see a lot of people watching. Well, no binging, binging, of course. Look, I'm righteous. not saying don't binge, but if Mandalorian season two, sometimes the, the patience, it's hard, but it makes it that much stronger. And then you got that ups and downs. Cause I remember I was like giving up after episode two and oh, episode, episode, five, episode four, the, I think it was with the, no, five was the hitman. The hitman. The, that was know, the one oh, you were about ready to. I was like, what just happened? And then they came back with John Wick from space. Like, it surprises you week to week. Um, so ultimately, very good fight. That went way longer than I thought I was because it was gotten so entertaining. Uh, so bravo to both teams. Uh, I want to do a very quick mini round. Should, since we hyped it, should, so you have a chance near Jason to come back. Uh, okay. We'll keep this one a lot tighter. Should Pee Wee come back with a dark movie? Now, for those who haven't heard this news story, the Safdie brothers, who did Uncut Gems, a film I despised, but I appreciate. <laughs> I respect the movie. I know it's a well-made movie, but it's just a movie that made me want to just shoot myself and just, I didn't, no one was likable. The characters were just awful. And at the end, I'm like, why did you just make me go down that journey? But a lot of critics just like to be, finally have feeling. Oh, yes, inject the terror into my veins. Not my style of movie, but I know a lot of you liked it and I respect it. But they now are talking about maybe talking to Paul Rubens uh, and fulfilling his dream of making a dark, gritty, more grown-up uh, Pee Wee Herman movie. Is this a good idea? I threw this at you guys right before airing. I want to know what you think. Uh, would this be a good idea? Jamie and team, uh, you'll be joining whatever he says, Mikey. Jamie, what did you think? Good idea or not? Uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I okay, think wait, that... and then that means, uh, Jason, just so I'm clear, you, you not a good idea. Not a good idea. No. Okay, Jamie, back to you. Go ahead. Yeah, so I think that when comics have been given a chance, look, comedy comes from pain, right? And whenever people would be like, uh, hey, were you the class clown? I would be like, no, the class clown kicked the shit out of me. I was sad and I was depressed, and that's why I became a comedian. And we saw this with Robin Williams, with Louis C.K., with Adam Sandler now. When you give these comedic actors chances to access their their dark side their vulnerable side you get really brilliant performances right so i would love to see that i would love to see what they could do with that and the other thing i would say for all the the nerds listening i believe that this would be a strike against cancel culture i think right now everyone if you make one mistake they want you gone for fucking ever and you know paul rubens was arrested a while ago um but he's still beloved and his show still meant a lot to people i think seeing a redemption story seeing him come back and do what adam sandler did uh in uncut gems i think it would be really really cool and healing for our nation all right jason wow healing <laughs> somehow Wee herman is gonna heal the nation <laughs> the film <laughs> that that is a, is maybe a bit of a stretch in my opinion i you, you know the thing that was curious about Pee Wee Herman. And again, I got to play the old man card and say that I, I 
went and saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure in the theater, and you know, it, the, it was just how odd he was and how uncomfortable it was to watch him do this thing. When, and then when he got Pee Wee's Playhouse, I'm glad I didn't have kids at that time because I would not have let them watch that show because he just he just was kind of kind of weird. And then we found out exactly how weird when he was, you know, caught spanking it in a in a porn theater. You know, I've spanked so, in a porn theater before. No. <laughs> I, 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 again, he may not be the hero we want. He's the hero we need. <laughs> so, to me, though, what really makes this a bad idea? Now, if this was Paul Rubens gonna play something other than Pee Wee Herman in a dark comedic movie, maybe that's fine. But taking Pee Wee Herman and turning turning it dark is not really going to change it all that much. It's still dark and weird, but there was that sort of childish quality to it, and I, th I think that's what was really attractive about the Pee Wee Herman character. And so to take it and turn it dark, to me, would just be... It would be kind of an just an exercise in, like, we're doing this because we can do it, uh, let's let's just like turn the tables on on something that's been part of our popular culture for 30 years. And and of course, a lot of people will be like, oh, this is amazing. It's so much depth. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Do you like Batman and Robin or did you like The Dark Knight? Oh, that's different. That's is so it? We're going from light to dark, right? Holy shit. No, Shut but, it down. OK, so so different, though. I so different. That because oh, I got more. So and... go for it. <laughs> Okay, the best Batman ever to to grace anything, Frank Miller, Batman stuff, right? The sure. Dark Knight stuff. Okay, so when we had Frank Miller, Dark Knight, and then we got like Jer Joel Schumacher, titties, uh, Batman, Roll and rollerblade fight. Yeah, <laughs> that was insulting. That was awful because the Batman character is dark. Is complex. Okay, good point. Good save. Was he sixty six? Yeah, it started with Adam West. It started with Adam West. I think you can always go dark. Well, it started you with can. the comics and then to Adam West, but sure. Yeah. But the point is, it's that up and downs. With the then, Frank Miller, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then I, you could argue Tim Burton actually took it a lot darker. Which he, Tim yeah. Burton, Tim Burton to me, it like, oh, I mean, Tim I was Burton. I trying to make a very simple comparison. Which one did you like more, the lighter one or the darker one? <laughs> I yeah, think we all like the darker one. I'm, compa I'm comparing a light character in Pee Wee Herman. Is he light? Yeah, well, I would say he's light. Well, and uh, you also Playhouse. You... Say Tim Burton also did the big adventure. He did. Tim Burton did the big adventure. It's true. Okay, so yeah, kind of uh, dark. Let's put it this way: like make a comparison. It's large as well. Marge sent you. Yeah. Have we all seen Ren and Stimpy? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, we remember remember it fondly as a kids. Did you all watch the the adult version that came out of Ren and Stimpy? No, I mean like the no, uncut no. stuff. See, yeah, it, they basically <laughs> reran all the stuff. They made it more adult and everything. Yeah, and all the people that rewatch it were like, yeah. "No, the originals were better." They, I know, disagree. The skate slapping thing making is hilarious. It, making it darker does not necessarily makes it better. And I agree. Uh, Pee Wee Herman was very dark if you rewatch it. But the great thing is like it has those double meanings and it has those double purposes. So like it was it's something that if you catch that darkness, you get that joke, you get that humor in it. If they go um, any darker than it is, they're taking away that, and they're practically making a horror film rather than a comedy. You don't like horror and, films? And 
he has made a comeback in, in, in a small way. He's already did yeah. another movie back in 2016. The Netflix one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Netflix one. And then he's also been on other shows and other parts uh, where he was like on Blacklist. He was a major character that was on that show for a long time until I think they what killed him What was it? Pee Wee Herman or Paul Rubin? Paul, Paul Pee Wee Herman's like, Big Day or something? Yeah. Big, uh, yeah or the Holiday uh, uh, or something? Big Holiday was the movie. But yeah. like I'm talking about the actor when you brought that up. Like giving him a second chance. He's He's coming back. Yeah, own. they've uncanceled him. He's back in, uh, in uh, yeah. Exactly. Judd so, Apatow, who cancels everybody, is okay with Paul Rubin's now. What, so. what was the big issue with Paul Rubin to, to begin with? Was it the Sarasota thing? It was the movie theater. Mm-hmm. He got caught doing it in a the movie theater. Yeah, who yeah. really fucking cares about that? Like, yeah. Well, back on. then, that was a thing. That was, yeah, it was weird because it was in public. And he was like a children's TV show host, you know? Yeah, I mean, I... I I, I guess yeah. I kind of get that, yeah. but isn't that what those theaters were for? Sure, <laughs> he's an adult, and yeah, exactly. But anyway, but yeah. go ahead. He should have done it yeah, in private. He wasn't, he wasn't in a Pee Wee movie jerking yeah, off exactly. like with like a fat kid. Looking at himself. Well, and yeah, I, that's the question. What <laughs> hey, was he Jerry! Exactly? <laughs> Dude, I, I will say, I, I, I really liked that point, and I think that if, because I know what you're talking about with the Ren and Stimpy thing with those movies that you're like, it's this but it's edgy. And like that shit to me is usually hack comedy writers who are like, we're going to make your character like say asshole. And like, they're going to fuck. And you know, those always come off as very disingenuous to me. Mm -hmm. I think if you're going to do this Pee Wee movie, you know, Jason was saying it was starting to get weird and starting to go dark. So it's not like you would be turning this wonderful, playful thing into a dark movie just for the sake of it. I think it's them kind of maybe even following the trajectory that they were thinking about going, but couldn't maybe artistically back in the day. I think if you did this, it couldn't be like the Ren and Stimpy thing. You would have to go, I mean, kind of like Adam Sandler's performance, right? Like you would have to almost make it a different genre. And to me, that would be really interesting. Like I don't mind remakes if you're going to do something interesting with it like 21 jump street i thought was such a brilliant remake because they kind of spoofed it they flipped it on its head i don't like and i think this is what you're talking about with ren and stimpy the remakes that are just fucking cash grabs where they just want to take a popular character i think if you're going to do something and paul rubens is really artistic and he's really smart um i think if this is played right it could be really, really cool, but yeah, I don't want to see like that Ren and Stimpy shit. I don't think anyone wants to see yeah. that, but what I don't think that's like this... Birdman, like with Michael right. Keaton. Like, think about that. Uh, that you know what? Cool. I I thought oh. of Harvey Birdman. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the cartoon. Like, we're going to a law attorney <laughs> with Pee Wee Herman. Here's here's the, here's the thing that goes back to uh, maybe a point that was made earlier is that Adam Sandler had has already had several moments of success as a dramatic actor. Sure. Right. He, he did those Paul, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson punch drunk love. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's had a claim as a dramatic actor as well. So I think we also have to be careful in in like comparing Pee Wee Herman and Adam Sandler. As much as Adam Sandler is the worst thing about et- entertainment in the last thirty years, he also he also has done some good stuff. Pee Wee Herman was was just the act. And Paul Rubens had done other things. Like he was in Blow. He had a serious role there. Mm-hmm. He's but in a couple. He was in Batman Returns about, as uh, Penguin's dad. Pee Wee, though, in this part. Well, we were making a comparison to Adam Sandler having like acting chops, basically. No, oh, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was taking away from that. Yeah, I. Well, Adam Sandler was the lead in the films that he 
got the acclaim for. I don't think sure. Paul Rubens has, has like he hasn't well, had a chance why, to do it yet, so why, I think he deserves a chance. Yeah, that's why you give him a chance. And and you know, no one's gonna get hurt. Look, no one gets hurt by a bad remake, right? No one gets hurt by a bad movie that we loved. Uh, it's either gonna be something really cool or it doesn't work, and we blow it off. Uh, and then we go back and watch some old weird peewee shit, and we're all fine. Wait, no one gets hurt so, by a bad uh, movie? Have you not seen Val Kilmer as Batman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, George Clooney was maybe more painful. So I just just to be fair, <laughs> but um, no one heard about Val Kilmer afterwards. Look, I didn't think <laughs> Val Kilmer didn't do that bad. Um, all right, so <laughs> there, Clooney there was, was the a, worst. There was a good question in the chat. Okay, and I think I think it, I think it could help. It could help put a, a finer point on this on this argument. I can't even see the fucking chat. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm set up to fail. He's smart. Yeah, he's had it on there to help him all. So. Look, come on, Jamie. <laughs> next time. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. So, last word. Last word. Which was better, the original Superman or Man of Steel? I was which, about. I was literally about to share that. So we're great minds. Go ahead. But yes, which is better? This is incredibly hard because from a nostalgic point of view, I want to say the original Superman because that's the one that I watched when I was growing up. Like George but Reeves. even at the time, I was like, this is weak. This is weak sauce. Like, I just wasn't – there wasn't enough edge to it. However, Man of Steel, like people were getting killed yeah, in Man awesome. of Steel. Like, wait, I was, wait, I was, wait. I was, hold on. I was into Man of St- was Man of, oh, So DC has pretty much been taken over – or was by Zack Snyder, who was trying in a very piss poor Michael Bay esque way to make the series dark because successfully, right? And it was an abortion. It was terrible. And what you're saying is we're saying Pee Wee going dark could be good. You're saying even with what DC became, you still liked the darker incarnation better than the Christopher Reeves, the beloved Christopher Reeves. I think you're kind of going against your point. No. I I, I, I appreciate the Christopher Reeve version. I appreciate that that was something that I grew up with. But as comic book movies go... Comic book movies before, well, really before Christopher Nolan and and his Batman series, they were too soft. They they weren't the same as the comics. And so when I see Man of Steel and the Superman is a problematic character. Superman is an impossible character to write because he has no flaws. Like they had to invent kryptonite after a certain period of time for superman to actually have a flaw otherwise like it's not interesting storytelling i mean if the guy can fly backwards around the world and reverse time i mean what are we doing here right but i but i still think you're saying that dark is better and that edgy is better which means we should have a dark edgy peewee i think that sounds like a conceit in the point no 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 i'm i I still think that peewee herman as like the really really annoying like su- like pseudo positive thing was dark enough because as <laughs> as Adam said as as Adam said like it it had that it had that twist in it that if you were if you were paying attention if you were an adult or whatever you you kind of you kind of got that it was you were in on the joke that 
here's this guy who's kind of creepy, but he's making he's making this sort of fun loving character out of out of all this. But really, like Pee Wee Herman was. I mean, really, we're just gonna change the title pretty... of the movie. It's just gonna be uh, Pee Wee Goes to the Movies. We're gonna see how that show goes. <laughs> Close. See, now you just it's you not... didn't help your case there. I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> I don't want to watch that one. Be some kind of like cinema verite where there's just a well, camera. No, I have to come up with a plot for it? No. All right. Look, I heard enough. Uh, I'm going to call this one. If commenters, time. Commenters, Pee-wee dark or Pee-wee uh, no. Um, no more Pee-wee or uh, Pee-wee dark. You can vote now uh, based off these arguments. Look. You see, it was interesting when you just because you were losing me, but then you made a point. It is already dark. It is. It's dark in this weird, creepy way that he already is. So to take him any every even darker would kind of put it in a weird spot. So that did really help your argument. Um, but uh, you guys did say Jamie and, and Mikey had some good points early on. Uh, but I, I didn't. I didn't hear. That didn't help you at all. I don't want to say what is the version. What? Why would we go there? That was I mean, a, a joke. As, no, I know, I know. But why would? <laughs> but, but the point Everything being, like, counts. why would you? He was already a, the Dark Knight to Bat to Batman Returns doesn't or Batman Robin didn't make sense to me because he was always just been light. There's never been the Frank Miller versions to sort of inspire the Dark Knight. So it's just weird. I don't know how you would take such a light character and turn him into that. He's a kid's character. I well, guess you could I, do it. I threw a, that out there when I said Birdman. Turn him into a, into a junkie or a meth head or something. Yeah, no, but, it's like but, he's so old. It just, it just ugh, it sounds depressing. Would, I think what Mike, Mikey was saying that before we brought up Frank Miller, I think you could make the same comparison to the uh, to, to what he said with the, the Adam West TV show to Frank Miller. Right. Like it's sure. just the point you were making is what did we like more? The silly boom, bang, boom or the Frank Miller's interpretation, the Christopher Nolan's interpretation, uh, et cetera. You know, I think you don't just make it darker. You also heighten the other side of the personality. You heighten the creepy positivity. There are ways to do it. But if it goes the Ren and Stimpy route where you're like, just make him fucking edgy and crude because some executive is just jerking off to money, then no, no one wants to see that. But man, if you heightened it in a really smart way, which it seems like these filmmakers are capable of doing, it could be dope. I mean, no, I that's kind of un- so unlikable. Uncut Gems is pretty much, let's just make him edgy and dark. I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> They they make this or they have this character that is so goddamn unlikable, but yet you keep rooting for him to get out of this fucked up situation. They you're rooting for Adam Sandler just to get out of that shit. Like they mm. they put you in a position like that. It's genius. Yeah, but I don't want to spoil the movie. It doesn't go. I gotta I gotta uh-huh. give uh, I'm giving Jason the point, even though we're late. I'm giving you the point because you didn't I didn't get sold on the version. So I'm to be fair to make sure we have a fair winner here. I'm doing this is a speed round. Okay, I've I've gone in my bag. I'm going to grab two figures. We're playing who's the best. So the way who's the best works, uh, the way who's the best works is um, I will pull two characters out. You guys got to tell me who would be the best. Now I'm going to give you a topic and that topic, let's just use Superman. Who'd be the better Superman? Okay. Who'd be the better Superman? I'm going to pull two iconic characters out of my bag here. uh, And then uh, we're going to flip a coin. Actually, I'm going to flip a coin. Jamie, heads or tails? Uh, Heads. It's Tails, so Jason, you get to pick the character first. Here we go. Who would be the better Superman? In my bag of toys. Here we go. I got two. Oh, whoa, weird. <laughs> Who would be the better Superman? Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> or Ernie from Sesame Street? 
who would be the better Superman? James, or who? What? Jason, you won the coin toss, so you get to yeah. pick. This will be a speed round. Who would be the better Superman? Mm. I'm going to say Jar Jar. Okay, you've picked Jar Jar, so that means, uh, Don, you're on Team Jar Jar. So, Jamie, you have Superman as Ernie uh, of Burton Ernie fame, and so therefore Mikey's got your figure there. All right, uh, since Jason picked, you have to go first. Uh, What do you think? Again, we're going to keep this one quick. Why would Jar Jar make a better Superman than Ernie? Because Jar Jar was like such a such a light and airy character, but there was that dark edge to him. You know, he became a Sith at some point, I guess, in the in the lore. Uh, so I think that Jar Jar's limits were not stretched enough in that first that first series, and that there's more to Jar Jar than just Ooh. Misa so stupid. <laughs> So we can see more. All right, Jamie. I, I, I think that he could stretch out to that range of Superman, like be the complex, you know. He was a senator. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super, Superman is the most beloved superhero of all time. When children think about superheroes, they think of Superman. When they think about what they wish they could do, they want to fly. They want to be like Superman. And you are essentially comparing him to the most hated and loathed character uh, of all time in Jar Jar Binks. I think that Ernie represents friendship. Ernie represents uh, educating our youth. He is the perfect Clark Kent. Yeah, he, is, he is mild-mannered enough. Uh, he has his lane in uh, Bert uh, already. And I think that him being able to do superhuman uh, feats is one very in, in, in the world of Sesame Street it is a very magical world that uh, made all of our lives better um, but I also think that his innocence his naiveness uh, is very reminiscent um, of Clark Kent and you throw some glasses on him and homie would be a perfect Superman Jason one help and or you can activate your team at Don or Jason you have uh, uh, 20 seconds Don why don't you why don't you <laughs> Listen, Jar Jar has uh, done the test of time. He's been in war. He's done battles. He's fought for people. We said it already. He's uh, been a senator. He's proven himself. He is a hero amongst the people across planets. Who is a hero amongst planets? Superman. Ernie, he lives in his apartment, plays toys. Um, I don't even know if he pays the bills. Literally all of that about Jar Jar is irrelevant. Listen, no, that's all true. You watch the movies. We just did. Uh, And uh, with Ernie, I remember watching it. I'm like, wow. There are good friends, but like I don't see him doing much for the friendship. Like I, I remember a lot of times in most of the episodes of Sesame Street that they're always button heads, and he doesn't do nothing for the actual street. He doesn't really do nothing. Jar Jar's there. He's like I, I got Misa friends. I got Misa help, and he he'll get out there. <laughs> Jar Jar is a buffoon from minute one. A buffoon. He does everything wrong the entire time. Can but Ernie swim underwater and breathe? If he's Superman, he can. Well, this guy can. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is what? like he does everything wrong. He is a complete buffoon. That, he needs help right. to get through everything. You're right. You're right. But how does Ernie not do that too? No, er- so Ernie. Go- the, the point would who be a better Superman? This person's awful. He's a buffoon. <laughs> Ernie's at least honest, humble, and mm. friendly and nice. Like he's got all the qualities you want. I was starting to nod along with he's a senator, he served in war, but we needed Superman because our government failed us, because the military failed us. All those positions we'll don't- for Palpatine. Yeah. It's like, you know what? <laughs> so Am I wrong? But like, Ernie wasn't there to do anything. He didn't help anybody. What <laughs> vote did he have? Uh, 
So what you just admitted to is, yes, he didn't do that, Jar Jar did. <laughs> but you know what? Superman would have been that guy. He he believes in what the people de- uh, decide. Lex Luthor became a president. Jar Jar's and, a fool. And Superman was like, and a you know what? I got to go with the people. I hate it, but the people decided Lex should be a president. And Jar Jar would be that guy. Time. All right. A speed round. I got to. Ooh. Issa is a stupid character. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I heard a little bit more about Ernie's character that he would hold the mantle a little tighter. So I got to declare Team Alpha the winners! Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> ah, but Jason, you were so close. Adon, you helped a ton. That was a really good show, really good fight. You guys were that awesome. <laughs> but Jamie, you That's won right, first. So you get to plug first. Jamie Kilstein, uh, where can people find you? Great. So I host uh, the Jamie Kilstein podcast. Uh, We talk about the bullshit on the left and the right uh, daily, but we also talk about mental health and suicide. And we have a really cool community of just fucking weirdos and nerds. Uh, I also, there are jujitsu fans uh, and MMA fans. I host a new uh, jujitsu podcast called Rear Naked Radio, which has had some of the top UFC guys, Gracie guys. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jamie Kilstein. I'm on Instagram at the Jamie Kilstein. Everything is at uh, jamiekilsteinpodcast.com. And uh, this was a fucking blast. I, I want to stay in touch with all of you guys. Yeah, please yeah. come back. You were a lot of fun. And, and likewise, Jason, bravo. You did a lot of, that was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for stepping out. You usually do your reviews, but I'm glad you came out and had nerd out with us on the more weird topics. Uh, where can people find you? Give us some plugs so people can follow you too. Uh Painfully Honest Tech on YouTube, if you just go to the YouTube search box and you, you start to type painfully, you will get Painfully <laughs> Honest Tech. So, so that's where you, that's where my the majority of my stuff comes out. We do have Painfully Honest Tech podcast that's just relaunched. So so that's something that we film every oh. Tuesday and then and then we and then we release it on Thursdays. Uh, Twitter, Jason T. Lewis PhD. The same thing on Instagram, Jason Lewis PhD. So come find Andy- I'm an idiot. I forgot you guys are mainly YouTube. Uh, I just made the, I've started to make sketches and put podcast stuff up. Uh, I made a tutorial on how to do the Epstein choke, um, which is at youtube.com. It's youtube.com slash Jamie Kilstein. And then my new video is how to argue on Twitter. uh, And it's about the kind of douchebag, wokey Jamie that I used to be. Uh, But yeah, so my YouTube is youtube.com slash Jamie Kilstein. Guys, go support both of them. Go subscribe and see other stuff. And then Mikey Wells, where can people find you here in Tampa or online? Uh, in Tampa, they'll find me floating all over the place. Just follow me on my Instagram, I suppose, just the, at Mikey FN Wells. Mikey FN Wells. Love it. Thank you, sir, for coming. You were great. Come back anytime. Adon stepped it up, as always. Go check out Nerd Tots yep. uh, online on YouTube. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter now. So we, uh, we expanded it a little bit more. But, yeah, we'll always be there and hit us up. We're going to be doing more. Love it. And I'm, uh, guys, if you are a member, if you aren't a member, go join uh, that supports this podcast. Thank you to all of you that donated. Uh, we are going to do a you quick st- – with whoever can stick around for another 10 minutes, we're going to do our after show where we talk about how fun this was and what we did. Uh, so you may see some of these people sticking around. Go to the uh, member. Uh, it's the uh, it's going to be a post. It's a post on there, uh, and then I'll have a link to the unlisted link. So if you guys – I see a lot of members there. Uh, I'll be with you for a little bit to talk more about how this show went, my feelings, what I would have said, etc. Uh, so go over there right after. For the show we'll be live there for a few more minutes uh, to give you that members only podcast so 
Come on by. Thank you, everybody who came along. Everybody watched. This was a fun one. It was a silly one. Uh, I knew this topic wouldn't be as clicky, but I hope over time it gets there because it actually was a really fascinating argument that I think a lot of people are having. So I'm glad we got to do it. Thank you for bringing it, everybody. Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe, engage, like all of these amazing people with me, uh, support their channels, and thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, Members, hit join. If you're already a member, come on over. We're going to be talking for a few more minutes, and that's all I got. See you later, everybody. Bye!